Good morning. My name is Meredith Harris with the Marlboro Economic Development Corporation, and welcome to episode 26 of Exploring Economic Development with MEDC. Jill? We're back, We're Meredith. Back. It's really great to see you. Great to see you, too. It's been quite some time since yes. we've been together on EED. Right. So if you're a fan of the show, which... Obviously. You're all fans of the show, Obviously. Right? Um, the past, what, has it been four episodes? Five episodes? Well, five. it's been five months. Five months. We have, Meredith's been like behind. out. Just yeah, I had a little thing going on. A little something called <laughs> Benny. <laughs> That's oh. my little beautiful baby boy. Yeah. So kind of a funny story. Uh, the last, well, the last episode I was on was in March with John Pizzoni, which was a great episode. Yep. And then the next morning for inside the industry when we did the sports tourism yeah um the baby decided to come the night before so i wasn't able to join you guys which i was really bummed but i do remember watching the episode from my hospital bed <laughs> with the baby <laughs> and it was really fun on that note i want to take a second and say Yay. thank you and shout out to Lindsay, Lindsay Jarek, who did an incredible job the entire time yes. that i was out um, I think Lindsay did three episodes. She in my did actions, three episodes. Which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Lindsay. You did Yay. a wonderful job. It's going to be big shoes for me to fill and come back, but I'm excited to do it. Yeah. Yes. So some housekeeping. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, let us know. Um, if we're live right now on YouTube and on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And also we'll be streaming and sharing this broadcast on our local cable access channel, WMCT TV. So down below you can see our email address and our phone number if you want to join the conversation, if you have any ideas or suggestions on future episodes, anything you want us to clarify about economic development or Marlboro. Yeah, absolutely. We're here for it. We're here for it. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. But so Meredith, just before we move on to this episode, the summer. We took the summer off. We took the summer off from our live stream. We did. Yeah. We had no fun. No whatsoever. fun. <laughs> we just, we really just buckled down. We did. We were just working really hard. We oh. did nothing fun. <laughs> and there's our guest. He wasn't with us during the summer, but. <laughs> Surprise. So yeah, we, we. Where's this picture at? Where Where's this? So this is Fort Meadow. Yeah. Uh, this was our team outing. We just thought it'd be fun to, to throw up some pictures and show you guys. We we were off from the podcast, but we have been working. We've been having fun. Really We've been working yep. really hard and enjoyed the summer. So we hope you guys all enjoyed the yeah. summer as well. But this was our team outing. You can you get kayaks. This was kind of cool. I learned something new that I yeah. didn't know before. But you can rent kayaks if you're a Marlboro resident for free. Um, during the summer months, which was really awesome. And so we went out and we had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you to the Marlboro Rec Department. Yes, that's right. So without yeah. further ado, that's all of our fun stuff. We'll get out of the way. We're really excited this morning. We have a very special guest, a very fun guest, uh, Pete Bear from Mass Econ. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Pete. Pete, thanks for being here with us this morning. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. I didn't bring any summer photos. <laughs> I wish I had. Uh, did you have a good summer? It was a great summer. It went too fast. It did. Yeah. And you guys just had your summer reception and people were kind of back in person. And that's all exciting stuff. Indeed, it's great to have in-person events again. And so we really saw that start to happen again this, this summer. And we'll continue that going forward. Keep going. Yep. So before we get into Mass Econ, which we love Mass Econ, one of our favorite partners that we have here in Massachusetts in Marlboro, tell us about yourself. You have a really awesome economic development resume. So tell the viewers a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are. Great. Well, thank, thank you for that. Um, uh, born and raised in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. I'm a Massachusetts guy. Uh, went to uh, Boston University undergrad, UMass Amherst uh, grad school. Um, 
did a stint down in Washington, D.C., uh, working on Capitol Hill for about four years. Worked for uh, Congressman Silvio Conti, who has uh, represented Western Massachusetts for about 35 years. And uh, uh, he passed away, came back to Massachusetts, and uh, you know, just have enjoyed a lot of different types of positions over the years. I, I ran the governor's Western Massachusetts office during the the very late in the weld years, no big uh, deal. Through, through Salucci, and, <laughs> no and big deal. <laughs> uh, uh, worked in uh, Secretary of Education's office, uh, but really in the the the, the work in Western Massachusetts, at running the governor's office there, uh, I really f- grew a you know sort of an earnest affinity to economic development. I yeah. mean, to, being from Pittsfield, which had great economic days and 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 more difficult ones more recently um the idea of being working at the tactical level Mm -hmm. to help bring jobs to massachusetts really was something i was interested in and so department of housing and community development after that uh i worked for 12 years at uh, mass bio that's awesome i didn't know that (laughs) i just learned that this morning that's really cool it was a great experience. A great, it's a great industry organization, and I joined uh, at at a time when the industry was growing, mm-hmm. but it hadn't exploded popped. yet. Mm-hmm. And so, in my twelve years there, the the industry almost doubled in size in terms of employment. And I had the I was working in economic development and global affairs, working with a lot, entertaining a lot of different uh, different dignitaries from around the world who were interested in what was going on in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. So it just became a great opportunity to showcase Massachusetts, yeah. talk about our strengths as a place to do business, and and when the position at Mass Econ became available, Susan Houston had been the founding. Yeah. Uh, executive director when she announced her retirement i i jumped at the chance of going to mass econ so i really loved the i'm in my fourth year now since uh, since that and uh you it's came been on an right, interesting four years i was gonna say you <laughs> came on right before the pandemic right yeah I had you a were bod- there for like a year i had about a year yeah about a year and then the pandemic hit and yeah i know we'll talk about it but things have the pandemic didn't slow did not things slow things down <laughs> Things just accelerated in terms of economic development right. projects that we as an organization worked on and Massachusetts as, right. as a whole has benefited from. Just an incredible few years of, of growth. Right. And just in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, yeah, a totally different outlook. But um, so all your experience, incredible experience, Mass Econ. Tell us a little bit about Mass Econ. I think it's really interesting that you bring the Western Massachusetts perspective to MassEcon, because for us out here in Marlboro, you know, one of the suburban communities, that's awesome. You know, and it was kind of like um, the Lieutenant Governor Polito, when she came on, brought kind of that perspective where some of us out here maybe felt like we weren't getting the love beforehand, but there's been some really influential people over the last, I don't know, 10 to 12 years mm-hmm. that have brought a different perspective from kind of our area and beyond. So I think that's awesome. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about MassEcon and your role there and what you guys do. Yep, a mass econ. It's a, it's a great organization. It is a it is not part of state government. It is a private nonprofit organization. It has a statewide mission mm-hmm. of on around economic development. So, 
What Mass Econ does, it's also a membership organization. We have 80 member organizations. Uh, the uh, Marlboro EDC is a, is one of our great members. And a Thank great, you. <laughs> great participant. You really emphasized great. That's, that's right. nice. That's right. <laughs> nice I'll use done. great a lot. Happy today. to be a member of Mass Econ, for sure. Um, but we, we work across the state on economic, and bringing economic opportunity to Massachusetts, helping companies here grow. We, we have some unique services that we provide. So Massachusetts doesn't, uh, as a state, does not do a lot in terms of promoting right. itself as an economic development destination. So mm-hmm. we at MassEcon have taken on a particular role of focusing on corporate decision makers around real estate corporate site selectors who are in the position of working uh, with companies to help find new locations. We market to them. We right. talk about the best attributes of Massachusetts to them. And and so that's a, that's an important thing we do, market Massachusetts. We also provide site location services to the Commonwealth. So we are a partner with right. state government. Uh, full partner. We have uh, a great relationship with with this administration and with past administrations. We work very in concert with the Mass Office of Business Development, Development. Mass Development, Mass Life Science Center, all of these state organizations. Uh, But we can do things that they can't can't do. And Mm -hmm. so in terms of site location services, if the governor were you know, to get a phone call tomorrow from a corporate head looking for mm-hmm. an opportunity to uh, consider Massachusetts as a destination and, and these are the criteria of our, our search, that would come to us mm-hmm. at MassEcon. We would find the available spaces mm-hmm. that met the criteria of that prospect. So we're often getting those referrals from uh, from our partners in state government, or they're coming directly to us because right. we have done all this work over the years in developing relationships with corporate site selectors who are based all over all the world. All over the place. So we've uh, had, so MOBD, you've talked about MOBD mass development. So we've had Kevin Kiros on the podcast. Kelly's yeah. been on the podcast. So we've talked a little bit about some of these different partners that you're referencing. Hmm. Um, and we'll get into Team Massachusetts too, but that's kind of how it all, I mean, maybe get into it right now, right? So that's kind of yep. what Team Massachusetts hmm. looks like, right? All these folks coming together. It, that's exactly right. And we convene a Team Massachusetts meeting on a regular basis and um, we're working at any given time. Different organizations are working on projects, sometimes exclusively or working in, mm-hmm. in partnership with other organizations. But we, we share information so everybody knows right. what's happening, uh, how they can contribute to a project. You know, we're involved most often on the, the real estate side, trying sure. to find the building, find the, find the site. We're also involved often at the front end, most often at the front end, when we get a request for proposal uh, from a prospect company Mm -hmm. that is information-centric. They want every type of information about Massachusetts, labor market information, um, uh, real estate tax information, uh, incentives information, all of that. uh, And we often are in the position of providing that initial response. Uh, or in the case where the state, one of our state partners is providing that response, we're supplying a lot the of that information. To information. Them. And so it's, it's a, it, as an organization, Mass Econ, because we are not part of state government, we're, we're uh, again, the, this, this nonprofit, uh, 
um, we depend on collaboration mm-hmm. to exist and to be successful. Right. And we have a simply great collaboration with Team Massachusetts, which does so much. It's it's we don't talk about it enough. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I think the concern of, of many might be, well, who's who's running who's the show? Yeah. What's, how does this all get done? Why isn't, you know, was Massachusetts uh, in, in this competition for this project? And how did we, you know, how did that company not come here to Massachusetts? We're, we're, we're all involved. Hmm. We all right. work incredibly well together. And then there, there are our other partners. Right. <laughs> you, know, you leave the state level, it's cities, it's towns, it's regional organizations. Uh, that are all also become part of that partnership, especially when you know a, a property has been identified in, in a community location. that makes sense for a prospect. Suddenly, hmm. that city, <laughs> right. that town is incredibly <laughs> important in making that project happen. Well, so it sounds very similar for for folks that are watching to what what we do, but on a on a larger scale, right? So. A lot of folks don't do economic development the way that we do it in Marlboro either. So it's we're an, also a nonprofit organization. We are not technically part of the city, but we're funded through city dollars. So it's kind of a unique structure the way that we do it here in Marlboro. But sounds very similar to what you guys do. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we want everybody to work together. We all have the same end goal, right? To mm-hmm. make Massachusetts for us, it's Marlboro. Mm-hmm. You know, a more prosperous economic place for for companies to mm-hmm. come and grow and, and job growth. Meredith, can you clarify that one line that you said about that we're not a city department, Mm -hmm. but we are funded through city dollars. City dollars. Can you just clarify that for anyone who's joined us the first time? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So we're funded through the city's uh, hotel tax. Okay. So years ago, the the community came together to implement the local option hotel tax, but Marlboro was very unique in saying it's there's going to be one caveat with this. We'll do it, but it has to be used for economic development only. Yeah. And so that was special legislation. um, You know, so the funds that are collected through that tax can't just be used for you know general fund or, or right. something like that. It has to be used specifically for economic development. So most of those people that the the tax money that's coming in it's from visitors is from visitors, Correct. not from our residents. From our residents, which is something I think we should always clarify when we <laughs> when we have the opportunity. Right. But peop- yeah. and the fact that we have this funding stream is unique and it's kind of mm-hmm. cool and it allows us to do things that we wouldn't normally be able to do. You know, much like MassEcon is able to do that for the state. So you know, us being able to to travel with MassEcon and go on site selector trips, things like that, mm-hmm. um, we might not be able to do that if we weren't structured the way that we are. It, it's an incredible advantage for, for Marlboro yeah. to have the EDC. And and it's a great asset. I w- if I could wave a wand, I, you know, any community over you know, 20,000, I'd say, you know, you should have an EDC. Yeah. Uh, because an organization such as yours provides one great expertise mm-hmm. that is difficult to replace, um, and and continuity, and and um, you know historical memory, and and connections within the community mm-hmm. that you know, when, uh, not only the day to day work that right. you do on ex- businesses that are already here, but in terms of what we do at Mass Econ, in terms of potentially bringing new opportunities to a community, having a resource like the Marlboro EDCs is incredible an incredible advantage to us mm-hmm. uh, and to the community and, and you know we have we we encounter uh, sp- you know sp- certainly with smaller towns or towns that don't have as established certainly as established economic development capacity sure. in town hall we've encountered projects that 
would potentially bring two, three hundred jobs to a community. Right. Um, you know, they found the, the, the property owners all in favor of it. The folks in town hall initially are, you know, seemingly, you know, absolutely, sounds great. Let's let's make that happen. And then it falls apart. There, the neighborhood support isn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And suddenly, oh, you're putting 100,000 square foot here in this field? Right. Even though it even though it perhaps is designated zoned you know, commercial zone for <laughs> right. commercial yeah. suddenly there's that and and so you know we have had that happen with right. with projects and and suddenly you know that's bad not only for the community it's bad for massachusetts because you know we you know, we're in the potential of losing this this employer to another another state having an organization like marlboro edc that knows where all the potential red flags are mm-hmm. in yeah. the community um is again an incredible advantage. That's awesome. Hmm. How often do you see that happen? The na- that the neighbors kind of rise up and you know does that happen often or is it few and far between? It has happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often. Yeah. Thankfully, you know you get a read on a community and and you start to as you get farther with a project and hopefully it happens early in a project you get enough. Uh, mm-hmm. You get enough pushback mm-hmm. from the folks you are working with in a city or town to understand that's that's a bit of a red flag. Yep. Are there better sites that we we right. could be showing this prospect right. in 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 Massachusetts? And so you know we're Massachusetts first. Yeah. We want the project here to either grow here, expand here, or locate to Massachusetts. So we're Massachusetts first. And so it's we're we're looking for sites that make sense. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, you know, they have the infrastructure, they have the right. community support. We're looking for that capacity as well at, at the local level to to bring together right. people that are that are needed around the table when this prospect does visit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you need it's the you site need a lot plan of review yeah. uh, concept, bringing bringing together all the pertinent departments saying. This is what you can right. get for water. This is what the sewer situation right. is. This is your closest mm-hmm. uh, utility right. uh, All that connection. stuff matters. All the, it's yeah. so important. Right. Do you well, find... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think, t- back to your point, and not to toot our own horn, right, but yeah. I'm going to toot, toot, toot our mm-hmm. own horn, <laughs> <Tooting>. <laughs> that having us be able to... We, we have identified, to your point, a lot of those red flags ahead of time. So when mm-hmm. you call me with a project, and I... Here, we're looking at this site. I typically already know you know this neighborhood might be upset about this or mm-hmm. and you can we're able to go out and work with those residents to find out is what are the pain points can mm-hmm. we compromise on some of this stuff is it an absolute no-go because if mm-hmm. it's a no-go you don't want to waste people's time money energy all those kind of things right um but it's kind of unique that we're able to do that ahead of time mm-hmm. and not waste the time and the energy and the resources yeah um, it's which that is unique. capacity yeah. to be proactive right and in in other again in other communities there's a lot of education that needs to take place between us yep. our our state partners and and the folks in that city or town yeah. hall right. about you know what needs to be done mm-hmm. around one of these projects to support that happening and some you know deadlines are incredibly important, important. Mm-hmm. right if if we don't respond as an organization to a a, a request for information from a project by five o'clock on a Wednesday, hmm. we're out. Gone. Yeah, wow. you know, we're, Ma- you know, Massachusetts is no Off longer in play, and so you know we have to be responsive. And then when it gets to that next level, right, 
uh, of you know now they they're looking for more information that's site specific, not being able to get that information on a timely basis, and so that's again we, we never have that concern you. in Marlboro. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Absolutely true. And so we had so Doug Callum um, is I don't know what Doug's title is, but Doug's been part senior of senior Ma- director. Senior director, right? Yep. So Doug's been part of MassyCon for as long as long as I've been around, and we've had a great relationship with Doug and Anna, your whole team. Everybody's been phenomenal. But so I've traveled the country with Doug several times to different site selector trips, and the importance of those trips, I can't say it enough, right? Mm-hmm. So. The fact that Massachusetts itself doesn't do a lot to promote or to market, you know, I mean, back in years ago, you, they didn't really need to, right? There's mm. so much education here. There's all those things. But you do need to do that. There is this idea that it, we, we don't need to, but we do. We need to be out there. When we go out and talk to different site selectors around the country, just putting ourselves on the map is so incredibly important. And Doug's done a great job with that. You guys are doing a great job. I think Doug was actually just recognized as one of the top site selectors in, yes. was yep. it in the country. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's just incredible. So can you talk a little bit about the importance of those relationships on, on a national level, of what that means to, Mal- to Marlboro, Massachusetts, all of us? Yeah, it, it is very important. Um, there are, Again, there are states that have much bigger budgets in terms mm-hmm. of marketing themselves. And... Uh, so what we try to do at Mass Econ is identify events, uh, often industry events, industry trade shows, or site selector-centric events uh, that, that make sense for Massachusetts. So mm-hmm. what's an industry where we have a competitive advantage yep. as a state? Uh, life sciences, information technology, defense, robotics, advanced mm-hmm. manufacturing, those are places of particular strength for Massachusetts. So we look to identify a certain number of events over the course of the year around the, around the nation where we can attend representing Massachusetts and you know, wave that Massachusetts flag right. and make those important connections right. with folks in that industry and, and with the corporate real estate folks and right. site selectors who are there. And so we've been very fortunate to have Marlboro EDC participate in, in, in many of these. Yeah. And you know, it's sometimes the only community that's along with the state in, in doing that. Uh, uh, sometimes we'll have other companies from the private sector involved in those. But it's really that Team Massachusetts uh, approach again in terms of you know, representing Massachusetts at a important event right. with key decision makers. Absolutely. If we weren't there, Massachusetts wouldn't be wouldn't there. Wouldn't be there. Right. And sometimes you don't you don't hear from some of those connections for till years later. That's absolutely that's true. You know, and so you kind of go out and, you know, what's we're always talking about what's the ROI, what's the return on the investment, and you go and then, you know, five years later you'll get a call. Hey, remember me from such and such event, you know, back in the, back when? And that's when you start to see it kind of come full circle. And when the company's ready to make a move or ready to grow, we are on their radar, which is invaluable, mm-hmm. which is really great. So the other thing you guys do that we think is really awesome is the Impact Awards. And they used to be held in November, but now you've moved them, I think, to April. April. Oh, I think okay. I have a picture here from your website that just yeah. happened to there pop up. It's, it's on the... It's rotation. one of the premier events of the year. Everybody looks forward <laughs> to it. It's such a great time. And it's really a good opportunity for us, you know, communities to be able to nominate companies that are doing really great things in the Commonwealth. And so, Pete, tell us a little bit about the Impact Awards. Well, we, 
as a state, uh, for considering some of these companies that are making these incredible investments in Massachusetts, and, and that's what they're doing. They're investing in Massachusetts right. with a facility, with employees. Uh, and w- years ago, we determined we have to recognize these great employers who are either expanding in Massachusetts and making really substantial investments, uh, growing their their workforce, helping support the economy in Massachusetts. There needs to be a recognition of yeah, that. Celebrate and it. So hence the, the Team <laughs> Massachusetts Economic Impact Awards, yeah. uh, it, which will be held in 2023 on April 6th. Mark in, your calendars uh, now, folks. At Gillette, <laughs> at Gillette Stadium, and they hosted us last year. It was a great event, our first a large event coming out of the pandemic. It came off very well. Yeah. And, uh, we, yeah, we identify uh, somewhere around 15 companies a year mm-hmm. around the state in every region of the state. Right. And so, you know, the scale is sometimes different. It might be a, a company that's that has uh, increased its employment from, you know, from 10 to to 20 sure. in, in Western Massachusetts, but they've made a significant investment in terms of what their company can do right. in, in, in the, the Berkshire economy or the Hampshire economy. So, you know, we want to recognize, we, we've recognized, and that's what the, gov- the governor was at our our event uh, this past year, as he often is, most often. Yeah, mo- is. I was going to say, he usually is always there. And before there. that, you know, the past governors have, have always yeah. participated because it is a gr- good news, celebration, good feel yeah. event um, <laughs> that we're recognizing these great companies. But the, the the governor Baker got up and said, "You know, I love the range of companies that you're honoring. You know, we're we're honoring." Uh, you know, seafood companies whose, you know, CEOs are out on trawlers and in right. some cases, you know, along with the rest of the workers working uh, at that aspect of the business to, you know, the largest corporate employers in the world. And, right. and so we, we, we have an incredible range Huge. of industries. Every region is represented. We have gold, silver, and yeah. bronze awardees. <laughs> and Marlboro has been well rep- represented over the years in I, terms of impact award winners. Yeah, and so Meredith? We, yeah, I think the, so the last <laughs> one that we had was Quest Diagnostics, which clearly Quest Diagnostics had a huge impact, you know, not just in Marlboro, Massachusetts, yeah. but worldwide, yeah. you know, in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Um, so we were really proud of them. I think SanDisk was another one. That was one of my first economic impact awards that we went to. And um, I, there are more, but yeah. those are the two that That's stand awesome. out in my mind that, you know, were nominated I and, and honored. I believe Cytiva, GE Healthcare initially, correct. then Cytiva was... Yep. Uh, was uh, also recognized and, and as you said you, you, uh, more than that but uh, Marlboro is you know a great destination for businesses and that's reflected in our Thank impact you. awards so on that note you deal with a lot of communities you guys are dealing with companies that are looking in what in your mind Pete makes Marlboro attractive what you know if a company's coming in to look and what would make you tell them to come look at us first and foremost with any with any company looking to locate any business, it's workforce. Workforce is number one, and having access to uh, workers with different skills that that uh, employers need. Marlboro is w- incredibly well situated 
to draw from you know the the 495 128 area mm -hmm. to to support businesses here it, it's a well-educated uh, workforce in the in the region mm -hmm. uh, Massachusetts has the best educated workforce of any state in the United States mm -hmm. number one we, we have the healthiest <laughs> yeah. uh, we're the healthiest state uh, are we, we just recently designated for something like the third year in a row cool. the healthiest state. <laughs> I didn't know that wallet hub just said Massachusetts ah, okay. is the number one state in which to uh, to live okay. uh, so there are a lot of there's a again. There's a lot of wonderful things to talk about right. Massachusetts, and it holds true for for Marlboro as well. You know, being on 495 and close access to to um, uh, to the Mass Pike right down right. the road. Mm -hmm. uh, those are important attributes. Uh, the the commercial uh, real estate base here is very strong. Yeah. Um, you have you have the capacity to host large. Uh, larger operations at, along with small and and it's also a a city that has a lot of the characteristics that large you know larger employers will want you have you know a vibrant downtown right you have all the different retail you have you have in in I know the, uh, the 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 you know the, in terms of the public schools doing yep. very well the the math and science academy yep. doing mm -hmm. extremely well so these are important things Thanks. for employers right. and mm -hmm. so it's a very rich and and wealthy mix of of these characteristics uh, that Marlboro has uh, very bullish on 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 Marlboro in terms of future prospects. Mm, thank um, you. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it really, and what we're seeing in, right now in terms, you know, it's a it's a crazy, mm -hmm. it's a crazy uh, commercial real estate marketplace right. right now in Eastern Massachusetts, and you know we're coming out of the pandemic as we are, and we know that uh, retail had was adversely affected during right. the pandemic, uh, and yet you know we're seeing mall and real retail conversions right. To, to different uses. Um, we're seeing office space converted to lab space. Which is so expensive, but people are doing it. There are 30 million square feet wow. of commercial lab space and GMP space in development yeah. around the life sciences so I'm in Massachusetts. Just coming from before this, the reason that we had to change the time for t this morning's broadcast is because we had a groundbreaking in Marlboro, 1000 Nickerson Drive, mm -hmm. um, for a GMP facility. They're building on spec LPC. Incredible. It's incredible to see people doing that right now. Never would have happened five, certainly 10 years right. ago, building manuf life science manufacturing space on spec. spec. <laughs> Without an anchor. All right. So All right, coming so in as the resident that does not have the big background on economic development. On I mean, I've come a long way. Uh, <laughs> tell me about what does that mean on spec? Um, you, you are as a developer yeah. building a building for which you do not have a tenant. Okay. And so you're building a, a building, whether it's flex or for manufacturing specifically or, or, or what have you, you're building it without a without a tenant in place, which one means one you have you know, secure financing, which yeah. is great, but you're taking an element risk. of risk there yeah. right. that you will eventually have the tenant. The life science market is so strong hmm. right now. Uh, there is no vacancy for life sciences 
in, in Greater Boston. There's very minimal vacancy out as far as 495. And and the the need for larger spaces around biomanufacturing as, as an example is very strong. Right. So while there is risk involved, right now that's a great bet. Yeah. It's right. a great bet to, to, to have that that kind of uh, that kind of space in yeah. the inventory and right here to in Marlboro. Be available. Yeah. Right. right. It's a field of dreams type situation is what you're saying. If yes. you build it, they will come. They're <laughs> they're ready to come. So, right. so right now there's 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 30 million square feet in development, some phase of development around Massachusetts in the life science for life sciences whether it's lab manufacturing or even office in, in some cases corporate headquarters that sort of thing yeah that's an extremely large amount of space mm-hmm. 30 million square feet is more than most life science uh, in life science property available in our competitor states yeah. mm-hmm. it's more than north carolina it's more than and that's just know, development that's not what's existing that's right that's just uh, there's mm-hmm. there's there's 40 million in existing life science space. Wow. And so we're almost doubling. doubling it in the next five, six years. Do you think the demand is there to fill all that? Uh, by all accounts, it demand is that strong in the life sciences. So folks out there listening, yeah. watching, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if uh, you're wondering what the, the kids and grandkids might, might do in the future, absolutely have them look to Bio. the life sciences and, right. and remember that there are a lot of jobs in, in the sector. life science space the whole right. spectrum of, of types of positions so that's an incredible growth uh that we're seeing in terms of commercial space and the other is just flat out industrial space we have 13 million uh industrial uh, uh, 13 million being developed in the industrial space which can mean you know can work can mean warehouse distribution can mean manufacturing right uh it can mean flex space that can do one or the other yeah. so that's a lot of space and development as well and again the, there's a there's a high demand, demand. so hmm. uh, really uh, as we as we think about the the future it's really we know the demand is there we know these these products are coming online in a lot of cases there are anchor tenants that mm. are waiting for these facilities right, right now yeah um, they can't build them fast enough that's the they problem. can't build right. them fast enough right. we need the workers that's the other problem it's our great advantage in Massachusetts we have this incredibly talented deep workforce but it is hard to find uh, people for these high demand uh, right. positions which mm. is so interesting mm. I know we were just talking about this before we came on but the the workforce right now, we know that the, we know it's there. It's just like, where where is everybody, right? I mean, we've talked about this a million times, but it's it is not one industry in in particular either that is having trouble finding employees. It's across the board. It's everybody. Hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to solve that today, but that's <laughs> probably the biggest issue I think facing companies right now is being able to fill positions. There's jobs available, they just can't find people to come and fill them. It's a big issue. It's a national yeah, issue, it's not just us. even a global issue for right. that matter. Um, what we really need to know in Massachusetts is: are are we doing better mm-hmm. than our competition in terms of uh, filling jobs, or are we doing worse? And yeah. we we don't exactly know where we are. We we know we can show the workforce sure. uh, for different industries. 
hmm. in terms of number of people that are working in right. that industry, but in terms of how many people are available to work right. in that industry, it's a little more difficult. And the um, unemployment rate is so low, and it's right. it's an interesting conversation, and we could talk about that for a whole other. Well, we're going to we're, we're actually not to not to promote mass econ events too Please much. Please do we're, it. We're, we'll, be, we'll be hosting an event in late October. We're, we haven't quite pinned down the. Uh, the the date yet, uh, which will be focused on that issue. How are we doing versus the competition in terms of filling high need jobs? Awesome. Mm. Well, make sure that we'll have to tune. Is it an in person event? Absolutely. All right. I love that. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to be back in person with people. It's fun. It's fun. I'm with you. So, Pete, believe it or not, we've bumped up against our time. But before we let you go, what types of the, the companies, anybody that's listening, what type of companies are you guys looking to talk to? What things can you guys do for them? Kind of your pitch of, is it every size company? You know, what mm. can you do for folks that are looking to get involved? I mean, generally, we, in terms of site location services, we, we prefer to work at 10,000 square feet or, or above. Or, higher but if a partner yep. uh, comes to us and says can you can you help this company that's a 5000 square feet and they want to go to 15 we're absolutely willing to do that so sure. um, we and and that's exactly what we do and that's what I want to leave on the table if you are a uh, a business owner and you are looking to grow you know, significantly in that 10000 square feet or up type of range and perhaps you don't want to work. We, we, in the end, we always expect you to be working with a broker. Sure. We don't want you to walk into a negotiation without a broker. But to give you a lay of the land, to give you a sense for what is out there, that's what we can assist with. Sure. And we can, you know, once we are working with you on that aspect, if the growth involves new investment, mm -hmm. new employment, then we can also talk to you about incentives and things yeah. like that uh, and what might be available to help you grow in Massachusetts. So You guys are good at making connections. That's right. Yeah, giving people the roadmap that they need to follow to, to be successful, which is right. great. Right, and when you're working with Mass Econ, you're not working with the state. Right. So we're <laughs> right. a partner with the state, but there's that much, everything. A little bit of separation. You know, they're, they're, everything is held in confidence, mm -hmm. non-disclosure right. agreements, all that sort of thing can be in right. place and your your information is protected. And you guys do that well. I mean, sometimes we ca we get like, oh, because there'll be like a code name <laughs> and we try to figure just out who dish. they're working with. Come on, just tell us. We want the gossip. But you guys do a really good job of being able to keep that code mm -hmm. of confidence. Code names folks. are a big part of it. Everything, right. everything has a code name. Who comes up with the code names uh very rarely do we sometimes we're asked to <laughs> i'll just give it a, a name but usually it's it's but, somebody's you know favorite you know, son's or daughter's favorite <laughs> oh, toy that's hysterical. Or something like that, you know, <laughs> in dallas or in oh, san funny. diego or something that's like funny. that i don't know if we could use my kid tiny yeah. <laughs> one baby is kenny's favorite toy is tiny one baby i can't see that Could being be a good code name tiny one baby yeah whatever okay hey, it'll yeah, work that would work <laughs> could you make it work could you just <laughs> slip that in there absolutely <laughs> Pete, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here with us. And it's been great to be back on the, the podcast. I thank all of you for tuning in and joining us for episode yeah. 26. And we look forward to being back for episode 27, the 1st of October. It's the first Wednesday of October, but we're actually going to be doing a special inside the industry uh, for October. It is manufacturing month. So we're going to be celebrating manufacturing month and talking to some of our local companies that specialize in just that. Yeah. So. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you.